Hello, I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul and we are Cooking with Steam and this is the podcast Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello Paul. Hi Linda. And we have a special guest. Special guest day. Special guest day, yay. Hooray for us. Okay Paul, handing over to you. So we're joined today by Neil. Now we're not going to use Neil's last name because we don't want to get him in trouble. Don't get me in trouble, no, thank you. Um, So Neil is a colleague of mine from my proper day job, not the cooking stay mess about that we pretend that we do. Does um, that mean we have real jobs? It's questionable, I suppose. But <laughs> I know fo- I do. Well, yeah. No, uh, yeah, no, it is. Anyway, yeah, back to Neil. Numbers. But we are very excited yeah. for that today. Um, so Neil is here and we're going to do some work together over the next couple of days. But funnily enough, Neil has had some experience in something that we think might be of interest to all of you out there listening, which is MasterChef. Yes. So Neil yes. was a competitor a on... Contestant. Oh, it's a competitor, what? isn't it? Yeah. You're a contestant on which season of MasterChef Australia? Do you um, remember? I, re- I can't remember which season, but it was the one that Andy won. Okay, right. For, so for any of the MasterChef gurus out there, whatever season maybe three, that was. Maybe three, back in the, in the good old days. Now, it's fair to say that we have had a brief chat you did have to sign a confidentiality. I, I seem to remember that I did sign something pretty much my life away. Okay, so our legal expert here, Linda, <laughs> what can well, you say? No, I'm the accountant. <laughs> I think we can just talk about general stuff. We weren't, we weren't going to ask for any dirt or anything interesting. No. Oh, I can no. tell you some interesting no, things. No, no. Well, okay. So what, see, first up, can... what was the process of getting into it? Like, okay, process. And why did you, and this is why did now, you apply? I used to watch the UK. I'm from England, so I used to watch the UK. Don't Master hold Chef. that against him. Yeah, thanks. And he's already upset about the cricket. So I am an Australian citizen, though, so I can sit on both sides of the fence. And the UK MasterChef, which is where it originated, was really about home cooks cooking in their homes, and their judges would go to their homes and they would cook a dish or whatever it may be. It wasn't like a reality TV thing. It was just people that enjoyed cooking and showing what they could do so I like that and then when I moved over here they launched the Australian MasterChef and I watched the, probably the first couple and it was beginning to get a bit glamorized sort of thing and following but I thought oh, and I think it maybe got to the third series I'll just apply I'll just I love cooking I loved it love everything about food so you fill out a form that took me probably about four days, not because me thinking about it, it's just there was that many forms you had to fill out about your personal life. Because you were in the wine industry I was in previously. the wine industry. Yeah, yeah, yep. 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 So not unfamiliar with hospitality. So I, was, no, I mean, I've been in hospitality as well yeah. for a few years. So for me, it was all about the wine and food. So that's why I really... Same know, for me. Now. That was my story. Yeah, well, everyone's, yeah. But that was going to be... Yours has swayed one way really badly. It's yeah, like 80, 20. I know, exactly. But you know how like people talk about wine and food? And to me, that was interesting. It wasn't just about drinking wine and food, which is obviously great, but it's about matching and regionality. So, and I, this was the stage where people had stories. And I was thinking, what stories do I have that is going to be remotely interesting to anybody? Not many, but wine and food matching and regionality, well, I thought would be... A story plus I think at the time my mum had passed just passed away I thought I'll throw that in there as well you know go for the sympathy vote everyone else does <laughs> and um, yeah so I filled out this massive long form and pretty much within a week or two I got a phone call saying okay yep 
and you had to then take some photographs of your dishes at home and send those in, talk about what ingredients used and why. Do you remember what those dishes were? I remember what I practiced. I remember I did a tart-ta-ta. I think I've shown you the photographs of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I can't remember what else. I just did a few things. But then eventually they then said, okay, you need to come for like an audition. Mm Mm-hmm. And you, it was in Sydney and we went to this uh, culinary school place where there was like a kitchen, but you had to have bought the dish with you. So you couldn't have cooked, you, you, you weren't cooking it there and then, Yeah. you had to bring it with you. So I was like, well, what Could have been I done g-? anyway. Could have been done anyway, but you did have to talk about it and how you did it and stuff. But I was like, well, what are you going to take with you that's going to be nice, that's going to be cold, really? I, I probably a dessert but I'm like I'm not really a dessert person mm. so I went and I did a um, like a tuna tartare type dish with a few Asians so I made a little sauce on the day and or dressing I suppose yeah. and did all that and then they you go up and you present it and the they're not even judges they're just like the uh, producers probably and they first thing they said is where did you buy the tuna how long ago did you buy it how have you kept it because they're obviously going to try it and they yeah. don't want to get sick so I said all that, did all the, uh, oh, of course I went to the fish markets at uh, 5 a.m. this morning <laughs> and um, I Bullshit. actually watched them cut the uh, yeah. the tuna and bulk. Anyway, and that was that. And then oh, I think there was, an, there was about five or six stages. Wow. Until I got the call. And it was the first year, those listening, that they filmed it in Melbourne. Okay. Yeah. So it was the first two or three were in Sydney and then into Melbourne. So they flew you to Melbourne. Mm-hmm and um, put us up in a really, really nice, terrible hotel. Really? Um, well, well, it was okay. It was no. okay. But they, no, it was okay. Yeah. I say okay. But then they also, you know, were sharing rooms with other contestants oh, who you'd really? never met before. Oh, sharing with oh, randoms? that would be hard. Sharing. Oh, no, that would be really There difficult. is stories, I don't know about <laughs> who listens to this, that I could tell you about the person I shared with, but hopefully he never hears it. But I'm not going to tell you because it was, he, yeah, it was. Some, tell it was, me later. Yeah, I'll tell you later. It was not <laughs> not good. So you said shared a room with somebody, and then they had the first day of filming, and um, you had to bring two sets of clothes because the opening scenes were going to take two or three days to film. So you're going to have need a change of clothes, but they had to be the same clothes because okay. for continuity. So it looked like it was all on one day, but it took like two or three days to film. I and would rather do that. So seriously, th- thus far, can we just talk about the cooking part of this thus far? I haven't physically cooked yet. Yeah, oh, no, and that's the yeah. thing, right? So, so you think, well, obviously there's something about you yeah. that makes them think... You're a good-looking rooster. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we all know that. Um, it was a few years ago. I had a bit more hair then. Um, but yeah, so you think, okay, I'll, I'm in with a, a chance. And they did all this filming, but while they're doing the introduction filming of everybody coming and walking in and all of that stuff... The producers are going around interviewing certain people. And you think, why are they interviewing them and no one's come up to me? And no one ever came up to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, funnily enough, do you think that the producers already know who's going to be moving to the next stage because they're interviewing them? And the ones that are conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory, I'm telling you right now. The ones that they were interviewing are the ones that went through to the next stage. Okay. But everyone in that group of I think it was about seventy, everybody had to cook one dish. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. This is in the and before you sort of. This is in the filming. In. No, no. This is well. Yeah, you you were filmed. You were being filmed outside in a kitchen. Yeah. Then you had to wheel the dish in. Yeah. Okay. To the three judges. Yeah, Matt, George, and Gary. Gary. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
it was over two or three days, so you were told Did you this know is your day. day. Okay, right. You were yeah. told on the morning if it was your day, mm-hmm. and then you had to go and buy all the food on the day. They took you to the markets. You buy all your ingredients. They gave you money to do it. What was the budget? I can't remember. Can't uh, no, no, I can't remember what it was, but there was enough for what you need. You're only cooking for one one dish. Yeah. So I don't know, how, hundred bucks. Say. How long did you get to prep? Oh, the actual. So you couldn't touch the food until it was your go. Yeah, I think you had an hour, okay. hour to prep and cook one dish, yep. which you'd already told them the dish that you were going to cook because you'd already cooked that dish previously for the for the producers and they tried it and tasted it. So that was another stage that we'd had to do. So we'd done okay. that. Yeah. And then you get to cook it in front of the three judges. Yeah. Right. And through all of this process, before you even got into the kitchen, were you thinking, come on, Neil, what are you doing? It's taken me this long, this hard. I've had all these interviews. Is it, well, Am no, I sure yeah. I want to get in front of a camera and like in front of 40 million people? Well, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't think about the number of people watching okay. it, but I thought... It's okay because not many of them saw me, but that's a whole other story. Um, so, like, I was confident in the dish. The producers, everyone that had tried the dish, had couldn't say anything bad okay, about the dish. Okay, what was the dish? It, well, it's going to sound really boring now because no, no, it, no. it was like ten years ago. But it was a rack of lamb with some um, roasted potatoes, some braised onions, a red wine reduction, and a mint oil. Okay. And there was nothing wrong with that on any day of the week. I don't think so. And this was, remember, home cooking, people yeah, yeah. that love cooking, cooking at home, but yes. making it nice and trying to present it well. Well, the first, the first Australian MasterChef winner, Julie Goodwin, yes. is a proper home, home cook. Cooker. Yeah, and yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. And since I think we've got into different territory with what MasterChef Well, now you have to be a professional home cook to be able to get anywhere near Well, it. and you're getting people that are doing, like, that are oh, training solely for that yeah or that want to be chefs you know making gels at home on a tuesday night yeah they've got centrifuges in the kitchen (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous well it was quite funny one of the things i had to do was create a dessert on paper and i'm like i'm not a dessert person so i just wrote down a load of rubbish and then said and stick it in a blast chiller because that's what they seem to do on the show (laughs) stick it in a blast chiller and bring it out to serve got me on like so <laughs> so you get to the stage where you it's your day you which was the first day you the first cook, day of cooking you, you get an hour to prep and then no no you, you get an hour hour to everything. do everything okay so you go it was three at a time so three people would get an hour yeah and everyone else is just sat there like watching bored out of their brains because you know watching people prep yeah. isn't fun so you will, they would then go wheel yeah. in and you, then we they would all come out one at a time and then they'd be like, yay, I've got through to the next round. Or they'd be like, no, I haven't. And everyone would be like, boo. Because yeah. <laughs> they're like, you're like an audience. And everyone's like really pumped trying to support each other. Because oh, we're all nice. in it together. Yeah, which so was nice. That's a nice feeling. It was. So you wheel into Gary, George and... No. 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 You, no. No. You didn't get in front of them. Yes, I did. Well. But... Um, uh, oh, is this church Matt, we can't talk about? No, no, I can... Well, probably not. Oh, I don't know. But anyway, I got to wheel my dish in and uh, Matt Preston had already gone. Oh. Did I not tell you that? Left for the day. I have no idea. They hadn't mentioned it. No one told me. And then the other judges just acted like he was there. And I'm like, he's not even here. Wow, this is bizarre. Right. right? So I'm now just going for two judges. Yeah. So they then came up and they, you know, as they always do, they cut through the lamb first thing they do just to see how it's cooked and, you know, perfect. Yeah. No one said anything. No one even, they just, 
ate it and said nothing. And then George put his finger in my mint oil and said, yeah. that's probably one of the best things we've had all day. Bear in mind, I'm at the end of the day. Yeah. I've been there all day. <laughs> yeah, great. And then they just sat down and Gary just goes, so why are you doing this? And I said, well, I want to... My mum died. I want to... No, <laughs> I wasn't going to go straight in. I just said, I'm going to go into this. I'm going to... Um, I love wine. I, what I'd love to do is go around the country exploring the wine from a region, the food from the region, and create dishes, matching it with the wine. That's what... And that's what I'd said the whole process up until now. And Gary says, that's a bit boring, isn't it? Bearing in mind, pretty much every cook chef has done that for the last 10 years now. Yeah. But he said, no, that's boring. So he goes, so I'm just going to say no. And I was like, okay. And then George said, well, he said no. If I said yes, we're only 50-50 because there's only two of us. So I'm just going to say no too. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the end of my... And I literally was like... Looking behind me, going right. Come on, someone's going to pop out in a minute and tell me that because they had nothing bad to say about my, anything. Right. So, so what I mean is, yes, the problem with the wow, the problem with your dish doesn't exist. It's your story, which I told the producers yeah, yeah, from yeah. start to finish. Yeah, it might have been different if Matt Preston had been there. Well, I've, in because hindsight, I would love to have said, I don't think that's fair because there's only two of you. Where's the third judge? this is not good enough and then the producers would have said well we don't care yeah get out <laughs> yeah, get out. because well, you're so nervous think... like the anxiety it's stressful right it yeah. really is oh, cameras imagine. everywhere moving in and stuff and if you're not sort of you know used to it and yeah it was it was tough but there is there is a an end to the story okay which, no I don't know you don't know no so I begrudgingly watched it when it was aired and I was on for a, on the first episode of that series once they aired it probably for about three seconds. That's how much airtime I got, which is fine, because I wasn't okay. doing it for airtime. Well, Andy Warhol said everyone would get there 15 minutes. So right, well, not quite, not you're quite. But I do have stills of those three seconds, which oh, I excellent. You know, bring out now yeah. and again. And, uh, <laughs> Free drinks. Yeah. And um, anyway, so it got through, and um, funny enough, the morning after I got told to leave um, I had breakfast with Andy's mom because Andy was so young when he went on MasterChef because obviously now he's a judge on yeah. MasterChef he was so young that he brought his mom with him good that's gorgeous which is lovely yeah, well, was, yeah. anyway um, she was very nice and um, he was very nice too and um, I had breakfast with his mom on, as I was about to go on to a taxi to the airport <laughs> go back to Sydney but then eventually it got to the, the grand final episode and I thought oh, do I it. do I really want to watch it so I watched it and at the very beginning of the grand final episode they go oh welcome to MasterChef whatever year it was um, what a fantastic uh, series we've had where we have had some of the best dishes we have ever had on MasterChef and there on the screen was my dish <gasps> no way way wow and I looked at it and went you mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They really? Genuinely, 100%. There was my dish as a, on the finale episode. Wow. Well, that oil must have been really bloody nice. <laughs> Not nice enough. Well, no, but I don't think there's clearly there wasn't a problem with your dish. It was the story, and you didn't pull out the I didn't pull dead out. mum card <laughs> soon enough. 
But the, yeah. what annoyed me more was the fact that they knew my story beforehand and it was like, just get you on to make up some numbers and then we can just throw you out. So how many days in total were you, did you commit to this? Oh, you, I, I'd taken, I'd spoken to my full-time job and said I could be gone for a day, which I was, or I could be gone for eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever the filming was. You had to like have, and they were very good, like they said, yeah, you can take some unpaid leave and they would have a job for you when you got back. And then I had to knock on the door the next day, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go so well. Yeah. My story's rubbish. <laughs> Wow. Interesting. Opens up all sorts it of It does, doesn't it? So it was, it was quite stressful. I can imagine having to cook and prep in an hour. It was, but, you know, you know... You know well, you've got to you, really plan, haven't you? Because you've got well, to... Well, you knew... Really I mean, you had, you had your dish, sauce. right? So... And I wasn't cooking a dish with 400 ingredients, you know? No. Lamb, potatoes, mint oil, sauce, braised onions... Simple prep. Production. Mm. Yeah. Now, still, there's a few steps there. Yeah. You do. You are like, I was like, you know, you are finally getting a bit nervy and. Can you talk? Are you asked to talk? Yeah, they try and ask you questions. Yeah. Oh, that, that's but tough. of course, everyone's new to it. So, you know, people are concentrating and trying to talk and cook at the same time in front of cameras. And yeah, it's not. Wow. Did anyone make it like monumental stuff up? Where they just like got halfway through and went, uh oh. This isn't going to work. Not that I, I'm sure, yeah, there's some dishes that weren't cooked through. And yeah. I think someone did like a chicken ballantine type in post yeah. and hadn't uh, cooked it through. And, you know, fair enough. Did See you later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hang on. I've got another I'm, bit. I'm so, you somewhere that no, hang on. up fundamentally. Yes, through. listen, the, the very next person that went in after me, the very next. So I've just been rejected. And then they interview you afterwards and they say, you know, how do you feel and blah, blah, blah. It's embarrassing. Did you say, oh, no, I'm I, yeah. I feel totally rejected. <laughs> um, but no, they, so then the next girl went in with her dish and she came out looking all sad, right? And everyone was like, oh. And she goes, yeah, they hated my dish. And everyone was like, oh. She said, but don't worry, they still can come back tomorrow and have another go. I'm like, uh-oh. right I Really wasn't on that list to go forward. You just... <laughs> wow, they just didn't want you on the show. No. Really? No. But they wanted me... Okay, they so wanted me... They to, wanted your dish, though, for well, the Well, they wanted uh, just to make, humiliate me for, you know, no. for all my friends to take the out of me for the next 15 years. Would you do it again? Not now. No, it's, I wouldn't do it now. No. And I cook yeah. for a living. Yeah. There's a... Like, I would not... If, uh, if something came up that was really, like, inspiring to do, yeah. then maybe, but not that. Would you do, like, a... I don't know, it doesn't exist anymore, but would you do, like, a My Kitchen Rules type no. of thing? No, because no. it's all... Well, it's all set up. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say set up, but it's it's all for, for... At the beginning, it was about the people and the cooking, not about ratings, even though it probably was about ratings. I didn't think of it as that. Yeah. It's lost its shine, though, to yeah. a degree now, I think. Yeah. Like, I can't... I just have no interest in it at all. No, I won't. I'll occasionally, if it's on... I'll, well, not that... I don't have too much time to watch TV anymore. Mm. I have a three-year-old daughter. So... No, I don't, well, I don't like it for that reason. I liked MasterChef Season 1 because I thought it was a really good show and people who were home cooks, just like yeah. all of us, you know, just stuffers doing their best. Some were obviously really good cooks. But you felt like you could identify with them. 
And the last time I tuned in, it was, yeah, they were making foam or doing things with chillers and, you know, really complicated stuff. And I thought, meh, you yeah. know, meh, I'm not interested. And these people in are coming in at the beginning and being able to do that at the beginning. Yeah, it's not home cooks. Yeah, but... Uh, and I guess and the, the show's the changed. Thing that I've always, yeah, the thing that but, I've always sort of come back to, especially with that, having worked in restaurants and all of that, and you see a lot of these... The Master Chef contestants that get a bit further than you did, as an example. But that you see, would be that would be most. <laughs> but you see a lot of them go into the restaurant world, right? Because that's for, their for dream. A job. Yeah, they start working yeah. in kitchens. So they start working in kitchens, and then they eventually, you know, some open their own restaurants. The thing with it is, is preparing one dish in a set period of time is one thing. Preparing an entire menu managing a team in a restaurant and serving customers that are paying full tote odds is a totally different world. Why do you think I said, when they said, what do you want to do? Or what is your goal? It's like, I do not want to work in a restaurant. Yeah. I do not want to run or open a restaurant because that didn't appeal to me in the slightest because I I knew what yeah, but that's went boring. into it. Didn't you hear what Gary said? <laughs> I'm joking. But, that, but it's true. Like, yeah. you know, cause, yeah, people, I, I want to open up a, a dessert bar. Yeah. Place on the side. And that's all fine, right? And yeah, they if do that's it. what you really want to do, and they do I it, had no intention the of the doing it. The point isn't the point of opening a business for the business to be successful. And I would put it out there that the vast majority of MasterChef contestants that have tried haven't lasted much past sort of Well, we were talking about it earlier. There are very few years. that have gone on to be very successful and great for them. Yeah. And it tends to be the ones that don't win. Yeah, come you know second or third. But that's like um, the singing show, Australian Idol. Mm. Yeah. It's always the guys that come second or third mm. that end up being the superstars. Anyway, that's really interesting. I don't know if I could ever do that because they did have MasterChef Professional for a while, and when I was actually working in a kitchen, we were toying around with the idea of sending one of our crew. He was sort of tempted. He was a bit of a larrikin. Figured he could have got through, but everyone. That was so scared of failing and not being able to get a job in their profession following because of being it. kicked out yeah. of MasterChef early. So no one entered. Or MasterChef professional. So no one entered. But again, it would have been the same thing. It wouldn't have been how good you are as a professional chef. It would have been, okay, what's your story? How can we... Yeah, the story's it? obviously much bigger part of it. thing is, if there is a new MasterChef, I've got so many more stories since then that I could probably really milk it if I wanted to. <laughs> Well, there you go. The so many other bad things have happened in my life since then that I can... Uh... Yeah. But who knew? I, I had no idea. Interesting, really? though. No, I had no idea because I don't pay that much attention. I don't follow that kind of celebrity stuff. But, to, I mean, or, to me, just to sort of recap, the, the one thing was that very first day they were only interviewing certain people and you were like, why are they coming to them and not to me? And then those are the ones that went through. So they already knew. Mm. So the producers make, or sounds like the producers. Had made a call before the, yeah. the first cook. So the the woman that got asked to come back and cook the next day, did she get through? No, I don't think she did. I think she screwed <laughs> it up again. Calm as a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> wow, well, that go. is very interesting. And do you still like home cooking? Yes. But as I said, I have a three-year-old now, and my time's a little uh, taken elsewhere. 
So but yes, I do. Busted I out do. a good. I love food. Busted out a good pativier recently. <laughs> after the advice yes. of someone. Yes, I did. Won a, com- won a uh, in work competition. Yes, so I did. That was pretty good. And now I get to judge the next in work competition. That's true. Yeah. So a little cooking competition with me. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. And what do you do? You still cook that lamb dish at home for your family, or you've just been so turned off at that? That's it. To be honest, it's yeah, dead I don't to even me. know when the last time I did cook a rack of lamb. I do, yes, cook a few lamb dishes, but not that. No, I haven't put that exact dish together since. See, we're going to have to get some photos. I think. Have well, you got a photo of that dish? Of course, I have. It's a screenshot. <laughs> it was off the grand on, final episode on, on every um, device. <laughs> All that you social have. media, mate. <laughs> can you send, can you send it to us so we can post it on our social media? Yes. Is it what is Are it? Are we allowed oh, to? Why wouldn't it? It's just a screenshot from the. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's from a TV screen. He made from it. my TV. Yeah, but it's still. Owned. So did you sign off? No, no, it would be owned by MasterChef. I don't. No, think I've taken a photograph of my television, right? Yes, but it's owned by. Okay. I'll tell you what, how about you make the dish, take a photo of it, send it to us, so this and then is we'll post it. This, this is, is what, what it looks like. This is what it looks like. This is what a rejected MasterChef <laughs> dish looks like. Yes. Cooked perfectly. See, that's the thing that annoys me, I think. Like, if you've... That's one of the things that would annoy you from this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, one yes. of many. But if you cook it perfectly... But why you would you say the mentor, on, like, best thing, one yeah. of the best things all day, and then someone's gone to his ear, no, he's going. Because yeah. it's boring. Like, oh. Boring. Well, but the dish you, wasn't boring. No, not at all. In fact, I'm going to ask, Neil, how do you make mint oil? Um, you, let me just go back to you. So in a mortar and pestle, your fresh mint, sugar, salt, grind it up to a paste. Brown sugar, white sugar, palm sugar. I just sugar. use white sugar. White sugar. This before I even knew what palm sugar was. Okay. Just some white sugar for the... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Just for the abrasion, yeah. To bring the mint down to a paste. Okay. You should look at the Well, you've been doing these podcasts. I'm no, sure no, you're you knowing, look like, at the bloke <laughs> next to you. <laughs> so for abrasion to yeah to a literally like a, a whole bunch of mint will go down to pretty much a tablespoon of paste, and then a bit of balsamic vinegar just to loosen it up. Then olive oil to make the oil, and then you just let it sit and infuse until the very end, and then the mint flavour will go through the oil. Simple. Wow. And sparingly on the side of the dish, um, over the lamb? Yeah, just just okay. not... I, I put a little bit on the lamb and then just, you know, made it look a little bit Little-pretty. fancy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dotted it around the plate. Yeah, and don't forget I made a red wine reduction as well, which I also made with a really good bottle of red which I used on the budget that they gave me. Mm. And that even got a, a viewing on, you could actually see the brand of the, the wine. What was it? Am I allowed to say? Yeah, why not? It, was, uh, it was a Voyager estate for Margaret River Cabernet oh, Sauvignon. Yeah. yeah. A nice. very nice bottle of yeah. Cab Sauv, which I should have just drank. <laughs> <laughs> could you do that while you were cooking? Could you have well, like I do a See, this, you're so nervous that... Actually, that was the other oh, thing. Oh, in the hotel, while you, yeah, while you were there, they did. Was it any good? Or was it just rubbish? It was the hotel. I can't even remember, to be honest yeah. with you. Be no, interested they, to know what MasterChef feeds was, MasterChef contestants. What's the hotel? To be honest, my anxiety was that bad. I couldn't eat anyway. I was so nervous. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Was it in the city, the hotel, or was it on one of the fringes like Carlton or... No, it was in the city. Was it? Okay. Hmm. (laughs) You're more interested in the hotel. No, no, just just the whole... I'm scared of what to ask you that... You know, might get us all into trouble, and we get a. Well, we could just say no. Not that you know, not that Master Chef are going to listen and then to go. This ever. <laughs> hey, what were you doing? You're not allowed to ask that. Take that podcast down. That would be quite controversial. Yeah, I'd that would give you some more. Try, uh, wouldn't yeah. it? Interesting. Yes. Oh, don't worry. We got some good traction because I got upset with um, influencers the other day. What did you get upset with influencers for asking for freebies? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was an interesting follow-up. The Channel 7 put on a, uh, a story online about uh, exactly a, couple, a, a couple of influencers who were very upset about being, you know, called, sort out. Of called out. And it Why was John quite Lifley? sympathetic to the influencers. There was this huge sort of article, and I didn't know who wrote it, because otherwise I would have went back and saying, hey, do you realise, like, you know, it's, you're quite sympathetic to the influencers, and fine, saying, you know, take a stick to them and cow brand them but I was I know you wanted to <laughs> but it's a big issue a lot of restaurants and other businesses are facing and yet it made it sound like oh these poor influencers you know they're just getting picked on and I thought mm, don't think Channel 7 have really got the right end of the stick here yeah there's so many there's there's so many ways you can go with that no like, there isn't well I know you're saying <laughs> it's rubbish you're saying it's rubbish and they're saying that they're, they're going to bring in money to your restaurant by putting in a good thing and so I'm not agreeing or disagreeing um, but that's their their job no like I said to Linda I said if a restaurant chooses to engage with an influencer fine no issue at all but it's if they don't and then the influencers cause you out uh, just out of nowhere just a cold call hey give me free stuff yeah like do you know who I am but there's no um uh, feedback on okay, well, I'm prove to us that you're gonna. If I give you this free meal of you know four hundred dollars worth of value, what am I buying? Directly relate. Yeah, give that me, give me a, give me a number. The number of people you are going to actually yeah. come in. What's my four hundred dollars that I spend with you going to turn into? Because if you can't measure it, you yeah. can't monitor it. You don't do it as a business owner. Yeah. So don't mess with the finance lady. Yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, <laughs> sixty thousand people will listen to it. Oh. 600,000 people, yeah. What does that mean? Big deal. Yeah. You're an influencer. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're here. Ex Master Chef contestant. <laughs> is that on my resume? I don't know, is it? Actually, no. is it? No. I don't think so. <laughs> Do you tell people? No, because everybody I know tells people. <laughs> like, everyone like yourself thinks it's great to bring it up whenever they see me. No, that's not. I reckon I've brought it up once. Well, we all know a few other people. We all know a few other people that work with me that uh, like to bring it up on yeah. numerous occasions. Yeah, but that's not. Me. That's because they're not funny enough to think of something original on their own. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't have a compelling story to go on, Master <laughs> Chef. I know that's right. Neither do you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Wow. Right. Oh, there you go. That's been really interesting. Thanks, mate. It's all right. My pleasure. That was. It's a lot of info about MasterChef. So if you go on and you don't get interviewed by a producer, just pack your shit. Well, You're going home. And they did ask me if I wanted to stay in the hotel for another few days because they booked the room for another few days, of which I said, put me on the first plane back to Sydney, please. Yeah. Thank you very much. Gee, thank you, but no. Yeah. Um, and yet, another night, I love watching um, Rick Stein and so his shows. And, and there was one really early one on the other night and he lost his nut at um, hotel restaurants 
because he just wants he was just traveling a lot he was a lot younger he'd been traveling a lot and he just felt like something simple and yet it was always this comp and they saw the crew and there'd be this complicated sort of menu he said i just feel like something not a curry just and he just went off his nut and i thought because that was his thing right it was about simple ingredients yeah local ingredients matched with a lovely wine do you, yeah. you see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You're ahead of your time, I think, mate. I think he, I used to, no, but he was, I mean, jokes aside, I used to watch his early shows when I was, you know, a lot younger in England. I did, he was one of the people that got me into thinking about food and cooking. He's and great, isn't yeah. he? Even his later ones, are, I'm all like travelogues. I love watching them from, you know, does, you know, Spain or France, just secret passageways in France. But he, um, I don't think enough TV chefs actually show you sometimes how difficult things are and then because they're always so wondy and happy yeah and always, everything's always so perfect and always comes out perfectly right and except like, if you watch uh, another certain celebrity chef who's eps and blinds and tells everyone that it, yeah they're rubbish oh yeah well he's yeah but that's part of his theater but yeah i um i i wasn't going to say his name but i actually again i really uh I watched his stuff from the early days, and I this is Gordon. Yeah. yeah, and I went. I actually once. How old would I been? Maybe twenty. I queued up um, to get a book signed by him in London because he was there, and I was actually like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" So excited. Yeah, but the thing and with him he is, sign it? is that he signed it, and I took. Like, well, I, I bought the new book, and he signed that. But I also bought an older one that I had, and he signed that for me too. Oh wow, how nice. Well we could sign a book for you. That's very Except kind. we sold out, haven't we? Today? He got one anyway. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I knew he was coming so I kept on aside for Okay. I, of course I need to um you know, we've got to give one of our books to an ex Master Chef contestant. Oh, <laughs> oh he's I'll, I'll, I'll sign it for you. Oh there we go, that's something. even better. Hey, he'll sign it for us and we'll sell it. He's just we'll got the look on his on face. It. Neil's just sort of shaking his head going, get me out of here. Yeah. Why am I still here? Well, let's, so there let's you go. go. Well, thank go. you for that. That's... That was very interesting. Yeah, thanks, no, mate. Thank you, thank you for having me. Really yeah, appreciate no, it. No, no, thank you. Love sharing lovely. my story. No, that's cool. <laughs> that's interesting. Like, people are interested to know that sort of stuff. It's, <laughs> it's cool. Very interesting. Don't, don't plan on a dish more than an hour. Wow. That's the one for me. Like, you can't do a braise. You can't do, like, you're limited a lot yeah. dessert you've always got a blast well, chiller exactly <laughs> yeah, but like I say, good food takes time yeah exactly so thank you for that thanks Linda and uh, so thanks for appearing on our little show it's been great thanks, thank Neil. you all right thank you Paul thank you Linda happy cooking everybody bye. Bye. bye thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world we'd love you to subscribe and for more information please go to our website cookingwithsteam.com mm-hmm.